Sometimes discernment seems so complicated, and it's just a struggle to be still and to listen to God's voice. Now, following the death of his spiritual director, St. Alphonsus Liguori penned timeless advice in a letter to one of his spiritual daughters, and it became the famous work titled Uniformity with God's Will. Well, in his book, Finding Peace in the Storm, author Dan Burke breaks open St. Alphonsus' 18th century classic. But how could a book written over 200 years ago even be relevant in today's storm of noise, news cycle, and social media? Well, Dan is joining me this morning to explain how. Good morning, Dan. Thanks so much for coming back on the show today. It's great to be with you, Brenda. So that's my my biggest question. 200 years ago, when St. Alphonsus Liguori was writing these letters, he had no idea where technology would be taking us today. How can this 200-year-old writings be relevant in everything that we experience today? This storm just feels like something greater than history has ever experienced before. Yeah, I mean, the storm inside the church is, is really quite extraordinary. We got the news of the dubia and uh, coming out uh, just recently questions of cardinals to the Pope, and then we have the Synod, which is related to, and then we have uh, our social, um, just d- destruction of our of the social order uh, of our country. And, and you know, the, th- the reason uh, wisdom that's 200 years old applies to um, suffering is because suffering is is uh, begun at, in the garden, and any wisdom you can gain from 2,000 years old, 2,000 years ago, can apply to suffering today when you understand that God allows or causes um, the challenges that we experience in the times that we experience them. And when we get that idea, that fundamental idea, which is what he St. Alphonsus is trying to teach us, it can radically alter our disposition toward God and toward our circumstance such that we can walk in peace and cooperate with Him. Dan, we know that in this life there are times of joy and there's times of suffering. And during those times of joy, we recognize the many blessings of God. But in those sufferings, it's hard to find, and it's even more harder to understand why God is allowing us these things to happen to us. Is that exactly the case, as you just said? Is it because God needs for us to learn and know Him? And through suffering, there is even greater fruits that can be found, even in those times that are good. Yeah, I mean, look at even Jesus in the New Testament. It speaks of how, in some mysterious way, his work, his his pouring out of himself was made even more perfect in his suffering. Right? So if that can happen with Jesus, it can happen with us, but it's exactly right. When we recognize, when we, as an act of faith, I mean, you made a point uh, that's really important, and that is, what I'm saying is hard, okay? There, there are many good books written on this topic, actually three that I think are the best, and this one is the most clear. And the reason it's written on over and over is because it's hard, but it's really important because when we 
You know, I use an example right now. I have lung disease and I'm very close to hospitalization and it unfortunately happens to me often. How should I respond to it? Should I be angry? Should I be frustrated? Should I complain to God? Or can I say, thank you. I know I need this for my humbling. I know I need this for my salvation. The synod here, I'm going to offer up every time I have a difficult breath. It's for the synod. It's for the church. It's for the healing of the church. Um, it's, you know, we just had a, a, a prayer crusade with five seminaries online last night. We prayed to the whole rosary. Can I offer it up for those men in these seminaries? So rather than being angry, frustrated, upset, it's, it's saying, what are you doing? And how can I join you? And how can I embrace this suffering and be a part of how you're redeeming me, saving me and saving the world? If you are just joining us this morning, I'm having a great discussion with author Dan Burke. The name of his new book is Finding Peace in the Storm, Reflections on St. Alphonsus Liguori's Uniformity with God's Will. It is out today by Sophia Institute Press. Dan, I can understand in my mind, in my need to not drop my will and take over God's, but to align my will with God's. It's very simple to say, I'm going to align my will to what God wants me. And yet when confronted with difficulties, boy, we just want to control it ourselves and say, no, God, oh, yeah. I, you know, I've got this. And you talk about these temptations in your book. Kind of let our listeners know a little bit about what are those three kind of biggest temptations that we've got to confront and how we need to resist those. Well, the biggest temptations, I think, the biggest temptations are that we, one, turn away from God. It, it, I think the best way to describe it is Peter on the, on the water when Jesus was walking up. And there's a big storm popping up, and Peter is asked to step out in faith, and he does do that. And what? But then when the storm begins to threaten, one, he takes his eyes off of Jesus. That's the first wrong move. Mm. So that's exiting prayer. That's entering. That's entering into. Uh, you're exiting the, the the presence of Jesus. And entering and leaving and entering into the realm of the enemy of the flesh and of fear. So you exit Jesus, you enter into fear, and then you begin to try to control, as you as you noted. So those are the three things that come to mind that are really problematic when we when we are in the storm. But instead, what we've got to do, which Saint Alphonsus points us to Saint Teresa of Avila for this is we have to have a steadfast discipline of daily mental prayer, a steadfast discipline of examining our conscience in the context of God so that we're always remaining in His presence and always drawing ourselves and fixing our compass, which is constantly drifting off of true north because of concupiscence, and reordering that compass to know God is the one who's in control. There's going to be a good outcome in this. I don't know how or why. But he's, he's not a liar. He's, he's done so much good for me. You have to do this kind of self-talk uh, or acts of faith. It's kind of a two-sided coin that affirms God's truth and tells our, we tell ourselves the truth. And that's even a form of spiritual warfare that's very powerful. 
Dan, you have shared with us the struggles you are experiencing with lung disease, and many people in the world suffer from all types of ailments, and it's not something short-term. It's something that can last months and years even. And for some, that the suffering just goes on and on. And it is very difficult when you know that there may not be a cure, where you know there may not be a way out of certain situations, to still remain faithful when it doesn't feel like there's any hope within you. How do you press through with these very difficult and long-term situations and just still find the ways to recognize that there are crosses that we all bear and that it still leads us to God? How do you get through those times of desolation? Well, it's one one important point is to note you can't. Um, not in and of yourself. We can't. I can't. I don't humanly have the strength to not be frustrated and angry and, you know, all the different things that I felt in my life over the disease that I suffer and the hospitalizations and all of that. But when you daily draw near to the Lord and you're close and you're, you're ever more immersing yourself in the sacraments, you're learning, you, you've made a reference to discernment of spirits. And I think maybe in the past we've talked about my book, Spiritual Warfare and Discernment of Spirits. Mm-hmm. The daily mental prayer, the examine, discernment of spirits, starts to awaken, awaken the soul to the movements of grace that enable and empower and encourage us. And those moments can become second. They, they start out as seconds of relief, and they can end up being minutes of relief and hours of relief and days of relief and peace. But we have to work moment by moment. We have to work on those foundational spiritual disciplines, and then begin to cooperate as the Lord speaks to us and encourages us in those little moments that become big ones. There's no, you know, there's no magic formula. There's Mm. no, you know, you can't, you can't read this book and everything's okay. It'll help you a lot, but it's just a matter of a day-to-day ordering of the soul, the, the intellect, the will, and the emotions to God. Oh, Dan. Well, I really appreciate your time today. What an incredible book. 200 years ago, the San Alphonses wrote these things and relevant still today. So I appreciate you putting this together and for your time today. Thank you so much. It's been great talking with you. And again, that is Dan Burke. So the name of his book, Finding Peace in the Storm, Reflections on St. Alphonsus Liguori's Uniformity with God's Will. It is out by Sophia Institute Press. I will be sure to add a link that'll get you right to Sophia Institute Press. You can purchase a copy for yourself. You'll find that link on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app.